are like a lot of podcasts that are you can tell that we're they're live. all zooming in and like not everybody has the same microphone quality and so like you'll hear somebody very very clear another person it sounds like they're talking in a fucking bathroom like I'm hearing that a lot, even on like like well produced like podcasts. Well, I've seen that on ESPN. Like they'll have, they'll talk to an athlete and he's like on his earbuds and it sounds, and it sounds so crackly. Ter- oh, it's terrible! Yeah. It sounds like they're in a tin can. And I'm, you're seeing that a lot lately. So hopefully, oh, yeah. it sounds like everyone just fucking in. gets vaccinated so we can all sit in the same recording studio again. So, our guest today, Alhamdulillah, treasured, treasured guest today, <laughs> Bismillah, uh, Bismillah. Is Dia. So how, okay, what what is how do you? I mean, if you're comfortable saying, what's your full name and how do you pronounce it? It's Diab Ali. Diab Ali. Yes. But we you all, made it but, sound like it was going to be so complicated. Yeah, I was, know. Diab Ali. And you, but we all call you D. Yeah. D or Diab. Yeah. Okay. So, my dad hates that. He hates when I... So don't say... Don't call me D around my dad. If you ever why? meet my dad, he... I don't know. He gets like a pride thing. Like, really? Because I'm named after his, his dad. Oh, I'm man, named after my, my grandma. My dad must be fucking rolling over <laughs> in his... Not grave yet. Yeah, that I like cut out our middle name altogether. He hurt because yeah. He, oh, oh, you're dead. Yeah, oh, my dad. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, like the whole family tradition of naming the males that's the same middle name. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, I kind of. I'm an American now. I I think about it. And I'm like, man, if I don't know if I'll actually name my first son after my dad, and like, I don't know how we'll have like how that conversation. Will so go. you're technically junior, or you're like the ninth at this point. Um. Junior? No, I'm not named. I'm not named after my dad. I'm named after my dad's dad. Oh, you're named your dad's dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm named after my so grandpa. So it's always it's always skipping a generation. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, the oldest is usually named after the grandpa. The oldest is named. And yeah. actually, it's like a super traditional thing. That's my uh, my middle name is my is my grandfather's name. So my is that a tradition or is that it might be an Armenian like, thing? An Armenian is Persian, and that there's all Middle Eastern Persia all mixed up here, so it could be. Persia, which is now Iraq. Iran. Iraq. Iran. I just watched that in Food uh, Taste the Nation starring Padma Lakshmi. <laughs> I just learned that. <laughs> so, uh, as, as you know, uh, as you know, now I feel bad because I, I was going to say D and I. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. I was just kidding. That was is he going to listen to the podcast? That was a great tangent. We just, uh, <laughs> sorry. No, you could. So, so D, um, I, th- I think as you already know, the origin of this podcast was just like how many times we sit around the mats after class, whether we have a beer or not, and just, you know, get to know each other and our backgrounds and stuff. So um, I want to get into that. But the, you had a story for us, which is you actually knew of the podcast before training how? here. Yeah. That, how did the pop so up explain. your algorithm? Yeah, like. Well, it didn't. It didn't. So, so basically, I was trying to get back into the sport. I got myself in a position to like... Get back into the sport? Meaning you were in it before. Okay, so that's misleading because I tried it before and then life events... I was barely in it for like three weeks. I got you. And then life things happened. I ended up taking a hiatus for like two years and then... Two years? Yeah, yeah. This is like 2018 was like when I first tried. Oh, wow. When I first walked into a gym and signed up. Nice. But, um, and where did you walk in and train? Was you in Orlando at the was time? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I born and raised in Orlando. So, so anyway. where did you go? Yeah, where'd you go? I went to Orlando. Or, I'm sorry. I went to the jungle. Oh, you went to the jungle? Okay. Yeah, the oh, one on, the the one on, on Colonial? Or well, I was living in Sanford at the time. And I, I was like really getting into sport. Like, really, I had been into it for like, I was while I was a fan. And I was like, okay. Um, like, I actually feel like I could try this. And like, I want to, I want to get into it. So, did it take like guts for you to do it, or were you just like, ah, you know, this looks like fun. I'm gonna do it. No, nah, cause 
I'm, I was in a, I wanted all the benefits from it. You know what I mean? Like at first it wasn't really about competing, like competing, like I want, I wanted like all the like different benefits from it. it didn't take guts. No, like, okay. So I you, just kind of made the decision on a whim. Right, yeah. Awesome. Like, cause I had, I was working at a place in Sanford and, um, they had a Lake Mary location. So I would drive by all the time. Yeah. And once I made the decision, like I'm going to try it, I just walked into the gym, did a trial, signed up the same day. That's awesome. And I did it for a couple of weeks. And then I started going to the downtown location and, uh, I had never rolled with anybody. What I would do is I would go to for like about a week and a half. I would go to like their, uh, and I went hard for a week and a half. The first week and a half. Everyone does that early on, too. I know, they, I know, I know. I they I was, burn themselves out. I thought I was going to go, like, I had no plan, you know? You were going to go to the UFC I was right doing that, that, that week and a half? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't that, like, no, I don't have any UFC aspirations. That was never in my head, but I just wanted, it was like a lifelong thing for me, but I was like, all right. They had, what they did was they had, like, a fitness circuit and then a Muay Thai class and then a Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> class. <laughs> You did conditioning before technique? Yeah. Oh. And the fitness circuit nice. was more like of a lose weight sort of thing. It wasn't really like, it was like a circuit. You know, yeah. like really like a so circuit. How can you get more shredded than you already are? Yeah. <laughs> Smoking weed, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. No, I'm you can say whatever you want. We got the e That's so. what messed me up. That's what made me lose a lot of weight. <laughs> That's lose? Huh? Lose weight? Yeah, yeah. You don't, was, you, you don't get the munchies or anything? I thought it was the other way around. I do, but, but like, I don't know. For me, like, when I smoke, I feel like it's, it messes up my stomach, so I lose my appetite because I get nauseous. Hmm. But so. you still like smoking weed even though it makes you nauseous. Well, I, I kind of, like, I took a long <laughs> weird, break. Weird, weird receptors there. Like I took a break. centers where no, you look, get look, nauseous. I took a break. I took a long break. I took a break, and then uh, that's how I knew it was bud, but I got, like, started to feel better. And I kind of did you start to like, like isolate honestly, the last couple weeks I variables that were like in your lifestyle? Where you're like, okay, right, first I'm gonna eliminate like alcohol, then I'll I'm gonna only bad. eat potatoes. Yeah, I'll eliminate rice. I'll eliminate wheat. One hundred percent. It was like a it was like a two year thing, bro. I was like, I I literally went vegan for a whole month. Really? I tried all types of things, and how and, miserable uh, was that? It sucked, bro. I, I didn't I didn't know how to feed myself. I was eating literally like potato wedges from uh, from Publix and like an apple. Oh my! You know, like bless people who can. You know, like the the fat potato wedges you get at Publix. (laughs) I was eating those like an apple. That'd be like my little my calories for the day. (laughs) Oh my god! But I had no appetite because I was always nauseous. So it was bad. But um, now I just like in moderation. You know, I like take a little bit, and it's only been like the last couple weeks I've been back. So you you train briefly at the at the jungle, both locations, and then. Um, so you went on hiatus. We might go into that later, but <sighs> then you, you came back, but before you signed up for the gym, Oh man, I'm so you, sorry. Yeah. You yeah, actually had talking like, about, <laughs> no, 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 this is, that, 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 that's why we're here. We, we guide the conversation. Absolutely. So, um, how did you come across our podcast and how did you do it before coming into the gym? Okay. So long story short, I was trying different not trying but uh i was looking for a new place to go i didn't really want to go back to the jungle because reasons yeah reasons like i didn't do them i didn't do them dirty or anything like i didn't not pay them or anything like that i just kind of like disappeared you know what i mean so i guess technically i was in a 12 month contract with them but reasons you know what i mean you can can turn this part okay sorry (laughs) that's fine (laughs) no 
I mean, I don't, you know, I'll keep it real, but basically, uh, when I they, came they back, they do a contract there, huh? They do a contract there. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. I, I paid an upfront bullshit. fee, and that's what like one of the reasons I don't want to air them out or anything. Maybe I could talk to you because I don't have any problem with them. Like I just didn't want to go back to them. So but, you're you're doing research. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm doing research. So on that was literally gym. the first place you tried and you signed up for it. You didn't check out other gyms. No, because like, oh, out of convenience, because you you work by them. Yeah, okay. it wasn't really. I just drove by every day. I saw. I did look them up before I uh, before I went there. Mm-hmm. But what convinced me, like, what made me not even bother doing any more research, which is honestly unlike me, but because I just wanted to do it, you know. So like when I saw that they were owned by. Seth Petrozelli, mm-hmm. he knocked out Kimbo Slice. I was like, yeah, that's enough uh, credit for me. Like, that's enough credibility for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, at the end of the day, I figured if I try it and it's some crazy shit, like, what do I have to lose? Right. You know, if it's obviously a sham, like, but, um, this place is, uh, compared to that, like, they made me, you know, buy ghee through them. It's like that kind of place. And that's like, you know, another reason why I didn't go back, but mostly because I was embarrassed. You know what I mean? But, um, Anyways, so I'm doing research and I was, my choices were between, cause I live in uh, Oviedo. So my choices were between East, uh, Orlando mm-hmm. top team and here. And I did a trial at, uh, East Orlando top team, but, um, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. But the only thing that put me off was like, it was a little small, which is ironic cause they just have a brand new facility now. So it's mm-hmm. like huge, but, but, uh, their payment model, honestly, also put me off. Wasn't really in my budget. And, uh, I didn't like, there was like also a down payment and it was like only come to two classes type of thing. When I, w- and then I looked up uh, this gym cause this is close to, and uh, I saw Paul Rodriguez. So I was like looking up, you know, a little bit about Paul Rodriguez. So like, I just looked up his name on every platform, YouTube, um, saw a couple the, fights. Uh, the comedian come across. Huh? How many times did the Paul Rodriguez, the comedian come up for? First. No, what I what I actually came across more was a skater. You ever heard of Paul Rodriguez, a skater? No. No, it is ironic because like I was a big fan of him when I was like 13, 12, 13. Like, he does jujitsu and MMA now too. <laughs> no, no, I was just like, I was like, oh man, there's more Paul Rodriguez than there is like regular Paul Rodriguez that I'm looking for. Because <laughs> he was kind of a big skater, but um, yeah, it just got in the way. But it was awesome. It was like a good nostalgic memory. <laughs> and then, uh, anyways, I got to spotify and i was like okay he had he, at that point it was like right after corona so you had like a couple corona episodes up mm-hmm. um and i just remember listening to those two and i was like these guys these guys this guy seems genuine you know what i mean like he seemed genuine you know i know in the first one he was a little drunk <laughs> and then uh should i not have said that no, no okay <laughs> Sorry. and then on the second one um the name of the podcast bjj and bruce i mean yeah it's literally okay. yeah. and plus like <laughs> it's part of our culture wait paul re- recorded those on the same day um we split it into two. Oh, really yeah there were, there were four total episodes back to back to back with paul yeah it's a quadrilogy but they were all yeah, recorded yeah. at the same time no it was four total it was there was one session that was split and because that the one where we talked about the mountains that was a split day yeah but there was a he came in again and he just, it was just a time where we're just sitting around doing nothing. He's like, okay, let's record. And then was he, I there for that? Yeah, I think you were Man, there. my Alzheimer's is hitting. Yeah, whatever. Right now, so, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, so you listened to these. So you, you listened could, to those. Yeah. As your introduction to. Okay, Vaza. What's up, brother? <laughs> so you're. Rec- 
So I listened you got to a the, good vibe, and then you yeah, came in. At what point did you connect the dots that we were the guys that did the podcast? It was it was after um, I added you on Facebook. I can't remember my like exactly how it happened, and I think it was only like two weeks into me being here. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god!" Because I kind of see, I kind of saw like the hierarchy. You know, I was like, "Okay." Oh, Noah. you thought he was just on a podcast? Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> you thought? Oh, I got okay. Yeah, yeah, that, sorry. That makes, all right. No, yeah. no, no. I, I keep going off the tangents, but basically, that was it. I was just looking up things about Paul Rodriguez, and I looked up <laughs> on Spotify. That's awesome. Because I look, I listened to a lot of podcasts. So I was like, maybe he's on a podcast. So yeah. I just looked his name up on Spotify. And then it popped up BJJ and Bruise. I listened to the first two parts. Him. And then boom. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Successful marketing for you, boys. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> and then, so you added me on Facebook. At some point, you connected the dots. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And I actually think, um, now, that I, now that I think about it, I actually remember before, there was a, there, I can't remember exactly when this was, but I did come in a lump one time um, when I was first trying out, uh, uh mma and i came and like filled out an application but i never came back for like the free class mm. i ended up just going with the jungle now that i think about it i do actually remember that happening i can't put the timeline together though did you come in physically do it or did you do it yeah online? yeah i came in through the door i came in wow. through the door and Here. i talk, i remember actually now that i think about it i talked to mark how about that yeah yeah okay yeah because yeah. he actually recognized me when i came in and i actually signed up he was like I, you came in before. I remember you came in and you never came back for the free child. I was wondering where you were. And that, that uh, just popped in my head. But I can't think of when, that I did, when I did that. It had to be after you left the jungle though, right? Definitely. Okay, all right. Definitely. So what has, um, just while we're at the topic of, you know, in a timeline, because I do want to go back a little bit, but um, what's your experience been like um, since jo- like joining the gym and now you've been training how long now with us? So I, we're in August, almost the end of August. We're in September. Mm-hmm. We are definitely in September. Almost at the end of September. I'm no, six. it's like the 7th. Oh, it's the 7th? Yeah, today's like, I think oh, today okay. might I'm be sh- the 8th. I'm sh- I don't know why I thought it was like the 20th, but it's been like six months. Six months? And yeah. what's, it, what, what's it been like? It's been, it's been awesome, bro. Like, I wish I was more consistent. Um, I think like the most consistent I was during these six months has been like was like two months towards the beginning. Um, That's called the honeymoon period, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like man, I'm telling you, little did I know, man. But um, it's been good, bro. Like like it's exactly what I was looking for. It's whatever I put into it, I'm gonna get out of it. Everyone here is has knowledge and is willing to help, but it's like no nonsense, no bullshit. It's like just it's what do you know? You know what I mean? So. Everyone so, here is genuine, you know what I'm saying? But it's martial arts first. Mm-hmm. And so I like it. So let's go back. You said you were born and raised in Orlando. Um, Where'd you go to school? I went to Arbridge Elementary. And then I went to Union Park for a little bit. Okay. Middle school. Yeah. Um, Do Arbridge you have any siblings? A, yeah. I'm the oldest of three. Of three. I have a little brother and a little sister. A little I brother and a little sister. School. Okay. I went to Oviedo High School. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, you are a super local boy then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bro, I was born right here on Lake Underhill in Florida Hospital. That's, there that's you awesome. go. You know, so I, I lived here my whole life. What, um, were you active in sports when you were growing up? So I played uh, county soccer, <laughs> like Orange, Orange, uh, Orange County soccer mm-hmm. growing up. I can't remember what, exactly what age I stopped, but... um. It probably had to be like 10 latest, mm-hmm. maybe like nine. But I stopped playing soccer 
Uh, I got sick of it. I got bored of it. Um, county soccer wasn't that competitive. I just got bored with it. I was more into playing RuneScape and playing okay, with computers. So playing what? video games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was more into computers, bro. I was more Oh, into, RuneScape. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. It got to a point where I was like, you know what? Soccer's taken away from... Like, I don't enjoy <laughs> soccer as much as... Like, soccer's taken away from... Taken away from my, from my video game. RuneScape, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and... Wait, you were playing this at 10 years old? Yeah, yeah. I was, I've been playing I don't know what RuneScape is. So. It's an MMO, right? Eight. If I recall. Yeah, yeah. MMORPG. So it's, like, it's, like, uh, it's like World of Warcraft. It's like World space. of Warcraft for okay. our, for autistic people. <laughs> <laughs> for people on the spectrum. I, I know. How, how so? How so? Because there's like so many like little... It's it's a huge so so face so. Is that off, the game where it's connected? It's, every transaction is with real money. No, there's another. Oh there's strictly no. against the rules. Wink, okay, wink. there is a, there, no. There's another game where the currency was actual money, where they actually embraced. Wouldn't that be gamble? Well, well, no, well no, a lot of a lot of uh like poor like Venezuela, these countries they um they farm gold in these games. Oh yeah, to support themselves. What what is it? Chinese so gold there farmers. is a huge that was like the big world trading. That's market. in Wow though, right? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. in Wow the Chinese gold farmers. But there is a game. They hit everything, bro. Yeah. They, anyway, um, I'm <laughs> thinking of another MMO, but um, it, it might pop into my head. So you were playing a lot of RuneScape. And I did. Uh, I did play football in high school. Oh, you, you played football. Yeah. What position? I, okay. I was a receiver. Okay. Um, I was trash. <laughs> <laughs> but you have an athletic background. Like, don't take. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I ran track. I was good at track. I was good at track. Okay. But I played football. You ran track and played football. Are they going at the same time? Now, when you say no. track, I'm guessing it was more middle distance stuff. I ran the 400. Yeah. And the four by four and the triple jump and sometimes okay. the 200. Sweet, bro. Yeah, I did high jump too, but uh, um, we had like a state champion high jumper, and it, it got to a point where I was like, he can, like, you know, yeah, yeah. don't even. There are too many events, so I just did triple jump. So, at what point did you develop your interest in combat sports, and what provoked that? So I thought it was awesome watching it. I never, I never growing up, I was never ever uh, into combat sports like i always looked up muhammad ali i thought bruce lee was really cool my uncle was like really into bruce lee and muhammad ali and, and uh like wu-tang and shit like that um so i was always exposed to it but i never thought about like actually doing it never like thought about trying karate or nothing um basically got into the ufc i saw the ufc was pretty cool like what around, was the first around yeah i was like yeah what was the, the first what was the first event what was the first event you remember the first event i remember or the first watching. fight like what was the what was your first memory of the ufc I'm guessing it's not Hoist Gracie. No, 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 no. No, definitely like 2016, 2015. So oh, I want to say McGregor. I want to say it was something to do with McGregor, but it wasn't like Khabib versus McGregor. It was McGregor versus like Chad Mendez or something like on his like upswing. like Or Aldo. I, I honestly don't remember. Okay. I honestly don't remember. Man, I feel old because <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like McGregor. I remember when McGregor, people were talking about him on the forum. It was like, Oh, the guy who says he's the goat and he hasn't won anything, and then he turned out to blow up. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, you started watching, and then what? What got you to say, "Hey, I want to actually train this"? Yeah, because you said you wanted all the benefits of training. Like, what? What were the benefits you were seeking? So, so when I when I started watching the sport, like, it encapsulated me. Like, it encapsulated me. Like, the most memorable fight is for me was Stipe versus DC, the one where Stipe knocks out DC with the body shot. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, that, that, that fight kind of encapsulated me and, uh, I don't know if it was like then when I decided, but 
with like so i i just basically i got really into the sport and it got to the point where like i stopped i didn't watch basketball no more i didn't really keep up with soccer anymore like i got more and more into mma and like ufc like i wanted to learn more about it and i just saw these people these like these figures in uh, ufc i can't like give any names that really inspired me off the top of my head but like i definitely went on youtube watched a bunch of videos you know saw like how joe rogan talked about jiu-jitsu and like i guess jocko talked just look, just looked up these like things about it and i was like kind of looking for something to dedicate myself to and i i looked at myself and i was like i kind of have a unique body you know like i'm super long and lanky and i'm looking at people like tony ferguson i'm looking at i'm getting more deep into fighters and listening to their philosophies and things and i'm like you know this lifestyle is, sounds enticing like it sounds like something that if i dedicate myself to it'll because i was looking to improve myself as a human being you know what i'm saying like that was my overall goal so i'm trying to improve myself as a human being I have a lot of extra energy and if I don't do something with it, I feel like physically, like if I wasn't doing this, I'd be getting really into basketball against my friends or something or like soccer at UCF, you know, but I feel like this is like such a unique sport and it's like the epitome of competition, you know, that's the number one. And uh, number two, like it requires a lot of good care, like in order to succeed in this, to be good, maybe not succeed competition-wise, but just just be good, you know, to just progress in it and learn it. It takes dedication and hard work and, like, discipline and things I was lacking, you know what I mean? Things I knew I was lacking and I needed to gain. So, and, uh, and in, in addition to trying to turn my life around is what made me, like, is what encapsulated me with MMA. So you said in, encapsulate. So you mean, do you mean it encapsulated, like, your values or it captivated you? It, ca- it captivated me. It Sorry, encapsulated is probably the wrong word. That's okay, definitely no, 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 that's fine. Yeah. So, um, he, it's a little. It's it's not so often that someone so clearly identifies like I want to better myself as a human being, and this activity is going to take me down that path. Usually, usually people stumble upon it. Most people aren't aware of character. Fl- that's part of the. That's part of, I guess, character flaws. Is you're, you're, you're un- oftentimes people are unaware of them. So, what made you so um, hyper aware of where you were, and was this mis- and, 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 and like and to what degree do you want to like elaborate? Like, what were you what were you doing at the time that you didn't think? Yeah, yeah. Why was did I good enough for you? Made you recognize? Yeah, like, like, oh, I. I lack discipline or I lack like you know, with, I mean, to, I mean to whatever like, degree you want to share, like what was, what were some of the, the moments or the, the things that were provoking and just the fact that you're saying internal like, dialogue, I'm looking for an activity and lifestyle that's going to make me a better person is <laughs> most people. It's like, awesome. I want to get in shape. Most yeah, people like, I want to get in shape or I want to be a fighter reasons, or it's, you, you know, know like, it's, it's not, 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 not superficial. I mean, I'm, this I'm is not, to say most that. people discover the lifestyle thing after they right, 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 want to yeah. lose weight or I want to be a fighter or this is from the get go. It's like almost like it's the deepest the Bushido. Like, co- that's, yeah. It's yeah like, like that's awesome. Like I, you know, when you ask, I ask people why they want to train all the time and, and ultimately the answer that I'm looking for is I want to be a better person, right? Because all of these little aspects that you had mentioned. No, I want to be a badass. You know, like these, these, these terrible reasons. Like, I mean, like. Is it, is it like I want a UFC, bro. Is my, is my answer like that? Because honestly, 
when I first came in, like, I kind of was annoying and I kind of, like, really wanted to do that private session with Paul because I really wanted to gauge what I was getting into, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I really had those intentions, you know? So, like, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if you guys are joking. Like, I don't know if it's that uncommon for that Have to be Have you listened to the podcast? I'm... No, like <laughs> no, I'm, no, we're being dead. No, serious. no, hundred percent serious. Like yeah, we're being dead and, serious. And to me, like, the, and the I, worst no, no, reason I realize that for you to train is to like what, yeah, something yeah. like I just want to lose weight, like or you know, which is fine. We're not, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. not disparaging that, but when you, because well, it's an effective tool to do. That. I ca- Absolutely, yeah, and and I can see you guys aren't like I can see that because like when I came in, I did the private session with Paul. He asked me. And I told him, you know what I'm telling you, like I'm looking for something to dedicate, you know, myself <laughs> so to. So what what he said provoked right that answer. realization? Oh, but yeah. So I mean, long story short, it was a series of events. But you know, long story short, it led up to me like with the typical end up in jail scenario. Like I was sitting in a cell in jail, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, like I was like, I thought I didn't care about anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when I got to jail, I realized that's not the case. I was like, nah, I haven't reached this level of I don't give a fuck about life yet. Like, so I was like, you know, when I get out of here, because luckily it wasn't nothing crazy. You know what I mean? I was eventually going to get out. So when I get out, I was like, you know, I wasn't going to be in there. For, I was so only you didn't spend a days. night in jail here. You're saying you spent. No, I spent of, 55 days in jail. I was 50, in, so you oh, were in prison. No, no, no. That's I don't know the difference. County, so like, prison is. So I, this is where I don't know the. Yeah, yeah. Like the you book, don't. The jargon. So. so I could be wrong here. Um, possible that I'm wrong, but I'm like 99% sure I'm right. It could be different in different states is what I'm saying. But anyways, prison you don't go to unless you're sentenced for a year or more. So if you're not, if okay. you're not sentenced, you can't be, uh, you don't go to prison. Prison is like prison. a long-term sort of thing. County jail is like for a year and under. But 55 days is, is, is a pretty long that, that's, time. That's, that's I mean, two I, months, I, you know? That, I mean, that, that, that was your rock bottom, essentially. Yeah, 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 you and know? Now, I, so just just before we get into the more of this, I just want to just paint the picture here. So you did you share your cell with anyone? Yeah. You had one, you had one cellmate? Two. Two, two cellmates. Three of us in a cell. In a cell. Bunk beds or how? Three bunk beds. Three bunk beds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, uh, three beds. Three one of beds. them was a bunk, and one of them was just like... A cot. Just It was like a cot, but like raised up. So it was like a bunk bed, but without a bottom bunk. And you spent 55 days in that cell. Bed. Now, did they? Did they t- Did you get to be outside at all? Um, in, in a, Technically, like there was a... So basically, I was in a, the second story of a building. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the only outside was a balcony that we were like allowed to act, have access to. Okay. It was like a balcony with like caged in. And how many? Like, and like, is a limited time per day, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. So there's um, you can go out. So how it worked was there was three meals a day, and you get to uh, you get to um after each meal, you you're in your cell most of the day, like like eight, I don't know, eighteen hours a day or something. But oh my god. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's horrendous. Maybe I mean, like yeah, twelve. Yeah. It might be like twelve, but that's an exact. That might be an exaggeration. I don't know. But basically, is how it works. So you go, they wake you up for a meal, or you know, they just line you up for your meal. You line up outside of your cell. You go eat. Everyone in the dorm lines up. You go eat whatever. You come back. Um, everyone in the building eats, and then after everyone in the entire building, because everyone gets the meal at the same time in the whole building, so everyone in the building eats. They uh they let you out for rec time for um an hour, and then you go back to your cell, and yeah. then uh 
yeah so that's morning you get you go get your meal you go have an hour of rec time after everyone eats you have to wait in your cell in between that time where everyone eats and you finish eating you get your hour of rec time you go back to your cell you wait for the next meal and then at the end of the night they shut the lights off what time would they shutting lights off i don't know there's no clock in the there's dorm no clock. you never know what time it is so how uh first of all how are your cellmates they were cool um there was one of them was uh <laughs> so the first one when i first got there i was on the bottom floor it's like a two-story dorm when i got to the bottom one i had one guy i had a uh, one old white guy and uh an older black guy like a middle age like he was like 40s and um black guy and he uh chris and i look I'm, at each I'm other like, oh, okay. he said middle age and I'm we're like, like I, getting close to 40 we're like oh, over fuck. the hill oh, Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry chris and i exchanged looks we're like, oh, like, oh, we're getting close oh. to the four <laughs> so that's how i'm viewed now <laughs> uh, i'm not middle aged. hey are you gonna be I, that middle-aged asian guy <laughs> As, hey, as long as I'm not in the club, like that's all that matters. Right? <laughs> I'll be 40 next year, so man, all right, uh, it's terrifying. So, so you originally, uh, your original soulmates on the ground floor were an an old white dude yeah. and a middle aged uh, black dude. Yeah, the old white guy was funny. He was always trying to like talk to me about like girls he'd been with and stuff. And then, like, <laughs> I could get, I could get like to funnier, more detail. But I don't know how like R rated. No, oh, you can. I mean, no, 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 no. no. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> we're we're fully, your, we're, your we're journey, not his journey. Don't worry, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Mm -hmm. But um, the black guy, uh, he was hilarious, man. He would talk to me about like the Anunnaki and like all this crazy shit. What's that? The what? Like the Anunnaki. I don't know. I, I, I don't I'm know not, what that is. What is that? I, I like feel a, like I, so. There's a book called the Book of Anunnaki, and they're basically a race of aliens. And the theory is like they created. Are these the giants? Oh, are these the aliens that help build the pyramids? Like they? Yeah, yeah I don't really Dude, know. Dude, I have a friend who went into this with. Me. Okay. Yeah, I just know like bits out. and pieces of it because I've only been told by other people, but mm -hmm. I've never actually went and like looked it up. But like. He always talks about we'll really that though. We'll, okay, we'll so he, yeah, he was so. talking to you about that stuff. Yeah, he was talking was about he, crazy. Did he, he would just talk this? all the time. Like he wouldn't shut up. Like ever. he did not stop talking. He would always talk about crazy shit. And like there, well, I mean, there's there's no television. There's no books. There are, no. Yeah, books. what are you provided? I can't. Yeah, like bro, when I got books, it was a godsend. Like so, it was a vacation clearly no electronics. <laughs> like you oh really? Like you huh? clearly didn't have an iPad or anything in no, there. No, no, that's like a Seminole County thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in I was in an Orange County jail. <laughs> Shout out to the softies. <laughs> I was in an Orange County jail. <laughs> I was in a real jail. Is that the, the John uh, Young Parkway? I was on thirty one on John Young Parkway. Yeah, thirty. I work right by there. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was at that hotel for a while. <laughs> so, um, was your did you serve your entire time or was the fifty five shortened? from something so basically what happened was long story short i uh, had to i had to do that time i didn't have bail due to the fact that i had violated probation getting arrested okay so i was already on probation when i got arrested so i wasn't eligible for bail automatically so i sat i was so because i wasn't eligible for bail i had to sit there and then when you go to jail there's like a first appearance so you go to a judge like 48 hours later maximum you go see a judge um and he uh basically sentenced you to like an it's like initial sentencing mm -hmm. right? um so basically he gave me nine months for what i did and uh whoa 
Yeah, so, so, so I was like, what, 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 yeah, what's your reaction at that point? Nine when the guy says nine months. That was, at that point, um, not going to lie, that was like, there was an anxiety from that point on until like I got to the main dorm and I, and I uh, internalized the reality and I just like analyzed everything and I was like, this is it, this is what it is. You know, I have two choices. I'm either, I literally remember having this conversation with myself and I was like, I have two choices. You know, I could like fold here and I could just, you know, just fold, you know, just go like, just. What does folding look like? Like just let, just get caught up, you know, like I could basically crack from, so there's like three, three paths, you know? So I was thinking, it was like, I could either just go crazy from this anxiety. Cause like, I was, I was really about to have an anxiety attack at one point, you know, after he said nine months, like heart beating for a while. And then there was a, there was, um, I could just get caught up in this lifestyle if I'm not careful. So like rebel, be like, fuck the system. They're, they're no, no, no. Like, or just re- recidivism. Like at some point, if you, when you get out. Yeah, just, like, like I'm gonna do what I want to do, and then end up back in there. Or? Yeah, basically, like just sit here and because I'm, 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 I'm listening to these people around me, and I'm gauging them, and like these people don't sound like they're trying to. Even if you know what I mean, like they really don't give a fuck. Like they're in jail, and it's like fuck it, I'm in jail. Like their reality outside of jail is literally that bad that in jail it's like they're just hanging out in jail. You know what I mean? Like this is their lifestyle in and out of jail. Like, and I was in this jail and I was like, I can't live like this. You know, I couldn't, I don't, I really don't, I really, this might sound weak, but like, I really, you know, literally if I got hit with like, you know, multiple years, like I would, you know, that would really fuck me up. You know, I would eventually have to deal with it. Like I did when I sat in that and I internalized everything and I was like, I'm just going to have to ride this out and it's not going to last forever. And then when I does when I do get out of here, I still have the rest of my life ahead of me. Can I ask I'm how old you are, if you don't mind? Sorry, go ahead. How, how old are you right now? Or oh, how I'm old 23. You're 23. Yeah, and yeah, how old yeah. Are you then? I was 22. 22. Oh, literally last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is like the beginning of February. I came out in the middle of coronavirus, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, wow. Well, see, so you don't know. Hang on. Like, th- I was I was in jail from uh, were you the end of January of until like right to the beginning of april middle of april did people inform you about this at the time yeah is there any so there was a little bit on the news but when i came out the nba was still on like i remember like there was like clippers and uh and um, okay so this is oh, before, so this is right before, this is before no, 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 things no. start getting locked down oh yeah 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 basically yeah okay. exactly because i i remember i came out and i was like literally the week before i came out there was people watching the clippers and the lakers and it was like a big or no clippers and it was a big game. Everyone was like just talking shit about it. There, I was. I, I read in my room. I sat in my room and read. But long story short, I came out, and I was like, the NBA shut down like a fucking week ago. Oh my god! So yeah, in the middle of the fucking That's crazy. virus, basically, but right before the lockdowns. So, but then shit just got crazy after that. Like I didn't realize it was such a big deal. So, you said it was a godsend when you got when you got access to books. Um, I've, I. Obviously, I don't have any firsthand experience with this, and and I've only heard you know stories. So, at at a level, I'm I'm kind of I'm intrigued, and I'm wondering, how does one pass the time in jail when you're spending, you know, your 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 routine is is scheduled for you. You get, 
you eat your three meals, you get your rec time, and the lights go out when the lights go like, out. Is there a library where you got you know, the books, or was like, it like what, it had to be given so to you? So in addition to it? reading, whatever it is, I'm first curious about like what what did you do to pass the time? What do what do other people do to pass the time? And where did the books fit in for you? And and what were you reading? And 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 all that kind of stuff. So you're in the cell most of the time. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So. For the, there's me and there's two other guys, right? And uh, you spend a lot of time talking to each other. You know what I mean? That's one thing. I mean, if you have like a, you could have a, a like a cellmate. Like there were, I didn't have this experience, but I did see people who had cellmates. And like they weren't cool with each other at all. But like, I'm kind of like a na- naive, talkative guy. You know, I kind of like talk, get out there. So I had talkative cellmates, and um, I don't know. It's Honestly, it's it's like you just kind of talk to each other about your life, about you just kind of you know shoot the shit with each other. It's like not not all of it is genuine. A lot of it is disingenuine. And I realized I picked up on that. Like a lot of people are just kind of spinning you their own fucked up reality. Okay, so disingenuous is in okay. I, I you, you know you, just you, like pretending. I, pretend, so they're bullshitting a little bit. Yeah, 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 bullshitting. Okay. You know, like they'll bullshit you about what they did and outside and like. Mm-hmm. But it's conversation, essentially. Like, it ain't the fucking most valuable conversation. But that's that's what you're kind of, like, surrounded by when you're in there. So, like, you... At what point when you're you're in... Um, you said you said, like, I, I sort of, like... I'm sitting here. I had this big realization moment. Three paths. I can A, B, or C. I assume C, you didn't get to it. But was... I'm going to turn my life around. Yeah. I mean, like... C, well, yeah, C was, like, I was saying... Was like, any I, of this discussed with... Oh. your cellmates like i mean obviously you're there for 55 days and you're there for a majority of the day you're with them or is it just the sort of that's a good question bro that's actually a great question because i mean or is this like you i mean you so you remember how i just said i just like i just said i kind of i'm like a naive talkative guy yeah well i <laughs> so like i'm actually expressing these genuine thoughts with like the people around me and uh i it's like I, it was like that for like a week where I was kind of like fully like myself, mm-hmm. and then um, I realized that nobody, even the people, they either didn't, they either weren't, I don't want to say intelligent, but like aware enough to sure. internalize that those like like process what I'm saying, or they just literally did, refused to like they. Or they there's something in yeah. them that yeah. like there's something in them like I don't want to hear this, so I'm not even going going to. They just basically didn't care about that type right. of shit. Like, I either they either ignored me or they just like be like yeah yeah, yeah and then you know spin me their you know talk to me about something else or spin me their crazy ideas that they're gonna do and they get out what they used to do and all about their baby mamas and shit. So I was like, I was like, all right, you know, I, I I'm not gonna sit here and like try to preach to these guys. No, and, no, you yeah, know what I mean. Like, so. I just I I hear you said like he's an old white guy or whatever it is in the middle age like. Oh, I never I, finished that. So like. Yeah, that was floor one, right? Then you got moved to another. Yeah, floor. I got moved to the t- okay. top floor, and then I was with a different guy. I was with like this Haitian guy. He was like young. He was in there. He was like uh, twenty. He was young, as in like twenty-seven, you know. And then um, we had another. The third guy, we either didn't have one, or it would constantly change. And uh, there was no one in there for more than like. Cause uh, how long you were you on the first floor? I was on the first floor. For probably the first like twenty days, so almost almost half the time. Yeah, yeah. And what happened was, it's actually kind of funny. 
the the guy on that floor we we get the me and the haitian guy we actually got like pretty cool like uh-huh. he was the most genuine figure in there so like we got kind of cool he liked to read too mm-hmm. this is how i got to know like so basically you ask him about books where that fit in i grew up reading i love reading um i don't read as much as i did when i was a kid but i love to read bro it's like a movie in your head you know it's like yeah. a whole different world so they they as far as like choices they literally just wheeled in a cart it's like just a little shitty little meager little cart you got to choose from the books that were on there. It was like two levels. There were usually some whack ass like rom coms. It was so fucking gay. And then a lot of the books had the uh the um covers ripped off of them and people would write take the covers and like write things because you know you don't get that many possessions so so like they would use it to like write phone numbers and shit on it and just draw. That's that's a lot of another thing people do to pass time is write. Um just draw. A lot of people draw. Like my cellmate wrote a lot. Like he had like a bunch of business ideas and shit. That's like he was gonna do when he got out. But he was in there for a while because he was like kept pushing trial. So he was in there for like almost a year. But um, anyways, I would uh pick books from there, and most of them sucked. Like but but uh they had uh uh Star Trek the start the old Star Trek novels. Oh nice. Oh yeah wow. yeah it was awesome bro. And they and they pretty much had uh. So our dorm was across from another dorm. They get their own bookshelf too. And they pretty much had almost, it was like 26 books total. And they had like 12 or 13 of them. So they were like scattered and they weren't really in order. And they were all in shitty condition. It was between both dorms. But there was like ways to get shit from that other dorm. Mm-hmm. So that's so pretty much what I read was a bunch of Star Trek. For, forgive my ignorance. So like I'm, mind you, my, my exposure to, to jail and prison and whatnot is basically from pop culture mm. Shawshank hear, Redemption what's that wow, Shawshank I've never Redem- seen that you've never seen Shawshank I, I, Ryan LaFrance gives me so much shit about it I've never seen it okay. I'll watch that at some point before I know. Okay. Um, I've never these, seen that either it's supposedly the best supposedly never, the just, greatest I've heard continue. a lot about it continue uh-huh. but so like you know you, I have this sort of like romanticized view of like these like stories of redemption you go in you have this like eureka moment that you're kind of talking about and then like there are these steps of people like earning their college degree and obviously that's not the situation that you're in because you were in a, a location that would for less than a year basically well they do have things like that is um, there like counseling there was there, there was nothing for college but there was for like a ged there was counseling yeah okay, so there's, uh, there were like religious groups available i went to juma prayer a couple times in jail it's like the friday it's like sunday for for christians ah, okay. but on friday it's like after friday afternoon for muslims um I went to that. There was like a bunch of. Were you were you were you doing your prayer? Like I, I like I don't know how serious you are into 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 your religion. I'm pretty spirit. I'm more of like a spiritual, I guess. So you're not doing it five times a day. No, no, and, I and do. I'm doing your a lot of it. A lot of my like morals and stuff like that is based on Islam. I take mm-hmm. a lot from Islam. I like Islam a lot, but um, I can't. I would be lying if I said I was like 100% convinced it was the truth. But I, a lot of like the lifestyle in terms of how to live a lifestyle, a good lifestyle, mm-hmm. I, t- I take a lot of that from it. Like, I'm ch- don't get me wrong, bro. I'm not some spiritual humble guy. Like, I'm trying to get to a better point. But uh, when I like decided, you know, 
my good traits yeah a lot of them built on us time and i i pray like instead of five times i was more like i'm more like a morning and night guy like it's, it's still probably more <laughs> now yeah. it's like a lazy now this thing. this is this this is not something you discovered later in life this is your family is is muslim is that yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah okay so you were exposed to it right off right out of the gate um if you don't mind me asking during your period in jail were you communicating with your family at all and where was your family in this so leading up to this i had been living on my own for like three years okay so like 18 to 22 so i was living on my own i was kind of doing a lot of wild things you know that would lead to me getting mm -hmm. in jail um it could have been a lot worse by the way like what i got in jail for but you know you, you guys know plenty of cops you know what i mean it's all <laughs> it's all available and I, i'll tell you what happened after this you guys are gonna laugh at me and think i'm dumb <laughs> but um uh, I was just do. I was living on my own, being stupid, being wild, and uh, what was the question? <laughs> I was like, where is it? To, you know, were you communicating with your family? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. what's the support system like? So, when, so basically, we were not. We were not communicating. We were not on good terms, and this is mm -hmm. like that was since from the and, period and when, when I you were in jail. You, that you still, you guys didn't communicate. At this no, point. we we so we did. That's actually what opened the bridge. Like opened. Okay, so that's bridge. what got you to reconnect. Yeah, yeah, man. Like without my parents and family's help, you know, like without a lot of forgiveness. I mean, there's still a lot of, like, things to be, this it's still a little rough, you know what I mean? There's a lot of unsaid, you know, things, and that's just kind of how it is in our family. Um, you know, my dad's, like, you know, hardcore, like, he's from a farm, you know, in Palestine, like, in mm -hmm. Gaza, like, you know, they're kind of weird, but uh, it's kind of weird, but... um. And your mom and dad are still together? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, without their help, I would be struggling, you know, like, a lot more than I am. Like right now, it's easy for me to get my shit together. I have a lot of advantages. You have a good support system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, and, what about and they could have easily left me. And what about your siblings? Like, are you how how are you, how's your relationship with your siblings? Siblings, my relationship with my siblings is much better. Okay. Um, than it is with my family or my parents. And uh, they they uh, it's because they're smart. You know what I mean? It's because they're smart and um, they kind of see what made me what led. to me to get to this point mm -hmm. and they just didn't make the same mistakes i did but they understood what was going on you know come on long story short my household was very strict you know what i mean and it was mm -hmm. a very strict like, i was very sheltered you know so it was a uh, it got too crazy you know as i got older so especially going to like Oviedo high school <laughs> the what so it, it's funny i think i said this on a previous podcast um a quote that really stuck with me was from a um i guess she i don't know if you'd say she's a refugee but essentially a woman she's she had to have been in her 20s or 30s at this point in her life um who grew up in i want to say it was the congo or the sudan some worn torn area in africa you know where you can imagine just how, you know, where we think of like these miserable worn torn countries, you know, where her family was massacred, you know, from warlords, but she somehow managed to get out and come to the United States at a relatively young age, went to, went to school in the United States. And, you know, now is of someone of some prominence in her respective field. That's to the degree I know. But what she said was the cruelest place on earth was American high school. Oh yeah, man. That was her quote. Yeah. And that's what stuck with me. 
because obviously look at where cruelest? she comes from. The cruelest place. So, I thought you said coolest for a no, second, no, no, but then I realized cruel. Like cruel. I'm like, and you know, this is someone whose family was was slaughtered, yeah, like, you know, by you warlord. Hear the horror stories. But she's but she's saying that was the cruelest, and that that quote. And again, I'm sure there are people that have had great experience in high school, but that quote really stuck with me. And it, I thought of that a little bit. And I'm not saying Oviedo's a, a shit show or anything, but when you said like oh, I went to Vito, I'm like. Dude, high school is such an X factor for people, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was I, I would definitely say that um I didn't have much social skills going into high school. <laughs> and uh and I had like a certain type of awareness where like things I was really into I would like really be able to focus and get good at and um but like it didn't have like a self awareness, you know what I mean? Like a general self awareness going into high school. So um High school, I would say, definitely negatively impact me. Uh, and, and that's why it's like when you, you said one time you told me, like, you don't seem like the guy, the type of guy to get into street fights. Like, I said that to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, on the Memorial Day. Um, not Memorial Day. I learned July fourth. July fourth of oh, July. Oh God, that was Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. Chris said a lot of things. I said, I know. We all did. We all did. No, but uh, you asked me, like, you said you. And, and I feel what you're saying because, like, I'm. I, I when you said that, I understood what you're saying, and I was like, "Damn, is, is that obvious?" Because I'm, I'm starting to be surprised. I like, I was like, go in this journey. Like, I find myself having trouble being like aggressive. You know, like, especially in, like Muay Thai. Like, it's kind of weird. Are you doing Muay Thai as well? In the face. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of newer to Muay Thai, okay. but I'm trying to do both. You know. So you but, do. You really want to do mixed martial art? Like, you want to learn to? I, yeah, and I'm grapple. like my. I want to. I'm my lifelong goal is to learn martial arts, but um. I do want to, because I feel like I'm young and I have like, you know, a decent mm -hmm. shot, not shot. I don't want to say shot because I'm not trying to be an MMA fighter. I want to make that clear. Like, I just want to try my hand at competing, you know, like I nice. want to fight in a cage you, with somebody else and test myself and see. You came to the right place. To and just that. learn. Yeah. And, and that's like my thing. Like this place is like a four fighters by fighters type of place. Like, and I, I appreciate that, you know, like that might not be some people's cup of tea for what they're trying to do whatever their goals are with jiu-jitsu but, but, but this gym also embraces wimps like me so it's <laughs> nah, all good, man. man like that's we, exactly like it's it's everyone's here is genuine you know whatever you put into this place is what you get out of it and that's so not, what are you looking to get out of it just knowledge you know knowledge um now now that i've been here for a while i am kind of like kind of like appreciating the social aspect to it that wasn't there we go that's the the, the bruise of BJJ and Bruce. No, no, no. Just the... the <laughs> At first, I like was like... It was like a big thing to me. Like, I didn't want to be like the corny new guy who like wants to be like... I was very conscious of that. And like, I'm starting to settle in. You know, I'm starting to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I was saying about high school is, uh, you know, like, I'm Arab. You know, my mom wore the thing. I came from a fucking K through 8 school. You know, magnet school where it was like not even... It was super shelter compared to this all this new shit in uh in high school so it's like you know i was kind of weird you know what i mean like kids made fun of me and i was already a little edgy because my dad is like super strict you know like he he was a tough guy like he fucked me up you know what i mean like he beat the shit out of me you know so like these kids like would bully me you know fuck with me and it was like they weren't it's not the type of being made fun of like this is why i like you guys because like wait, wait you you're, make you're, you're huh? 23 so you're you're kind of entering your social age post nine eleven. Nine eleven happened when I was four. When you're four years old, so you're yeah, getting yeah. into like elementary school, pre pre K elementary school. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, just, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like kind of 
terrorist jokes terrorist jokes no that's what i'm saying like it's it's not you know like it's funny because like we we're actually approaching 9-11 now and like i can distinctly remember a time because i was i was like 19 when that happened right and like just the the terrorist jokes didn't happen prior to that you know like there was no this sort of like xenophobia that happened prior you know that didn't exist prior to that you know and 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 I'm, i'm so sorry that you're as a four-year-old you're having to ex- i'd also use the word profiling you know yeah i mean just you know like that was never even a thing when i was in elementary school middle school and high school and then like all yeah of i guess it became this that's, thing that that's pretty profound that you're like this is the world that you're like grew up in tossed into yeah you know, like that that's always oh, getting like you know riding on a plane or or you know getting on train everyone's looking at him like oh wait a minute you know right like that's that's literally that's a, <laughs> a fucking terrible thing yeah that, i mean that sucks you know when you're a kid and when you're a kid that's it's another like, layer of shit you've got to deal with yeah you know? at the end of the day luckily like i'd say it made me tougher you know and it's like i wasn't like i'm not the thing about here is like you guys call me zohan you, you know we joke around but Which it's i not, think it's hilarious we call him zohan <laughs> Yeah, the like, Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen. And it's that, so but. accurate. It's so perfectly accurate because I'm Palestinian. But it's like, uh, but it's it's the irony of that is amazing. Paul Paul is low key a genius. I don't know if he did it on purpose or or if I'm just reading too much into it. But but um, maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> when he when, when he's ribbing you, that means he likes you. So. <laughs> no, but but you got, you guys aren't like. See what what really pissed me off and why I got into like fights in high school is like I didn't like when people fucked with me. You can make me, you know, call me names, whatever. Like, I don't care. You know, I'm not, I'm not type, I have a self-esteem to not care what you say about me. But when I see you're trying to put me down in front of other people just to make yourself feel better, like at my expense, like trying to make yourself look good or whatever and like embarrass me, like, I don't know. That always pissed me off. You know what I mean? Like, so you did fight. So yeah. You, yeah. You, I got, got into, I got into fights in, in school, but I'm telling you, like my dad, it, see, like, for me, I might be weird, you know? I might be, like, a 1% of... Not 1%, but, like, I might be a different type of person, but, like... You know, like... It's not... It's not... It makes sense to me when you do something disrespectful, you do something wrong, like, you get slapped for it, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't... I find that... I find that other people, like, getting hit... You know, like, they never really got hit by their parents, you know what I mean? They never got... Like, getting into a fight for a lot of my friends at Oviedo is, like, they've never been in a fight their whole life, you know? Like, they, you know, I actually got, like, we was a position. One time downtown, something happened, and this guy froze up. And it was, like, he's literally was, like, I'd never been into a, a fight in my life. And I was, mm-hmm. like. The physicality was. Yeah, like, it, like, this first, like, for me, like, if I get pissed off enough, of course, or if I could do something crazy, like, of course, I can fathom hitting you in the face, you know, or, like, get, going to that level, going to that place. But, like, I don't know. It's different when you're, like, on the mat or something when you're fighting because, like, I have no problem with you. So, it's, like, right. to me, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's it's hard to make MMA into a sport. Um, I digress. but No, uh, no, no. It, it, so, so, let's just circle back real quick because... I didn't realize such a minimal amount of time had elapsed between your release from jail and, and you training here. So, um, and, and just to clarify, like you started to communicate with your family when you were in jail, were you able, were they able to come visit you and speak to you in person? Did they do the whole glass thing with you or no, no. So it's what was communication? That's not, yeah. Like that's zoom call sort of thing. It's, no, not really. So it's like, it's not in person, but it's not a zoom call. It's basically, uh, so this is not how all jails are, but Orange County Jail, basically what it was, was you sat, there was like a section of the dorm where there was like 
off to the side and it was like uh tvs and you would go up to the tv and you would pick up a phone and your family would have to come to like a location on site at the jail but not you know obviously like not where you are it's just like some mm-hmm. building off to the side and there's a bunch of like kiosks or whatever mm-hmm. with with uh screens basically the same and you talk that TV. way yeah there's like a, a, a camera there's a tv it's in black and white and there's a fucking it's not even in color bro now i think about it <laughs> <laughs> and there's a goddamn phone and you pick up the phone and you're talking to them on a phone while you're looking at them through a tv in black and like fucking grayscale monochrome <laughs> yeah so um no they uh did not um i i refused to let uh my mom I told my mom don't come visit me she wanted to she was gonna do it anyways and then my dad told me like she just couldn't do it because my mom has like anxiety bro but so my dad did come and talk to me and i guess my question now is like it was kind of a gradual process you would say in terms of having the self-actualization or realization to say i need to kind of change my habits or i need to change my lifestyle i need to make changes and i want to make changes you're like how far was it a grad like how many conversations well this was this was people in jail wait um i'm sorry we were both talking at one time but oh you're saying when did i realize was it was it like a was it it a singular moment was it just kind of it, it sounds like it was a kind of a gradual sort of like Dude, when I get out of here, I need to like make some changes. Like a lot of, of like absorbing of like you had said, you had listened to three different people at that point. You're that's like, a great man, question. You know. um, that's actually a great question. I'd say, I'd say, uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like instantly. As soon as I got arrested, I was like, this is uh this is not like I was. I was pissed off. I was in jail, but I wasn't like. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't having that self-actualization moment. I guess it did come after being in there for like a week, because mm-hmm. you don't get to your main dorm for uh, for like the first you know four or five days of jail. Okay, you're getting processed. You know, you're going through you go through two different places on the way to being processed to your like final location. So basically, you're sitting in a big fucking open space, all bunk beds, two floors, and it's all people, and that's two different times. So long story short these first few days in uh in the jail i'm here I, 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 yeah it was gradual i'm listening to a lot of people i'm listening to them and i'm like yeah this is not where this is not where i want to be like this is not where i can just being in jail definitely definitely was like a big uh big wake-up call and to be honest um i was starting to feel this way like even before i got arrested like i was actually trying to like t- i was living on a friend's couch and i was like leading up to getting arrested i uh i was trying to like i was like i just remember feeling like not you know complacent like where am i going with this like a lot of mistakes led up to to that point so <laughs> it's not a story so when when you get out of jail walk me through and walk us through what that day was like and and what you were feeling emotionally so I got out of jail like nine o'clock at night, but this is when I finally got processed out. My uncle and my dad came and picked me up. Now, uh, just real quick, this is a, kind of a silly question, but when you were in jail, you were not wearing your regular clothes. You were wearing clothes that they'd given you, correct? Yeah, you get a one-piece jumpsuit. Okay. Yeah. What it's color like is blue, it? Blue. Blue. Yeah, they call them blues. 
They call them blues. Okay. So they took you, it took you, uh, a lot of the day to process you. And at 9 p.m., you walk out, your uncle and your dad are there to pick you up. What's going through your mind at this point? Um, I mean, I was just happy, you know, I was just mostly happiness. Uh, a lot of, um, guilt i don't know if guilt's the right word i definitely was like not guilt but uh like respect like newfound respect for my father so i might have misled you guys when i said me and my parents had problems it's mostly me and my father it's pretty much exclusively me and my father and my mom kind of like caught in the middle of it but she's always going to default to my dad's side so anyways me and my father had animosity always and uh i don't know like i felt like okay i really Cause I always kind of looked at him as a villain, you know what I mean. But this this kind of proved like okay, he actually does care about me. You know what I mean? Like he loves me, he cares about me. And I honestly I didn't know if I like knew you know believed that before. Like this guy actually loves me. You know he doesn't want to see me bad even when I disgraced his ass. You know what I mean? So you know cause cause I was supposed like I said I was supposed to be in there nine months. He put a lawyer on my case. Because I didn't, I, you know, I wasn't talking to him. I didn't expect to have anything. I was supposed to go in with a public defender. Public defender was telling me, oh, you'll, you'll do four months, and then you'll get out on, because uh, you can, like, work in jail and then get extra time on your, off your sentence. So he was like, you'll be able to get out in six tops, maybe four. So I was like, whatever. But he put a lawyer on the case. He put, like, a deposit in. She didn't do anything, so we ended up firing her. But that what the another the next public defender came in and built on what she had like attempted to start she didn't really do nothing it was like but she uh he got me just basically a bond here bond motion mm -hmm. it's got me the opportunity to actually be able to bail myself out you know like that's all that's the only thing that was holding me in there was that i couldn't bail myself out so i know right <laughs> so your dad and uncle pick you up You've gotten out of jail. What's like the first thing? Like, how do you start putting together yeah, what, like what's your one? plan? Like, what, you, what, yeah. what's your first step? Was this something point? you had? Because you've like, been thinking about, like, when, uh, yeah, you know, you were gonna get how, out. what happened then? Like, what did you start doing? How did you start applying yourself? And, and how quickly did you start, you know, how quickly did you come in here? Um, it took me a while to actually sign up for the gym. Because I got out and I didn't sign up until the uh, almost a year later, like seven months later. Okay. So so basically I got out and I just spent, I don't remember having like a step-by-step -step plan. I just remember like having, you know, I guess that's a problem I have is not thinking things through. <laughs> but um, I just remember like I was definitely going to go back, dedicate myself to MMA. And like not dedicate so myself. You, that was a goal you had all in yeah, 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 definitely. Like, this is overriding. Yeah, yeah, even problems. in jail, I was thinking about, like, when really? I go... I def okay, I guess I did kind of have a plan, because I definitely... I just knew MMA was going to be good for me. Nice. You know? Not necessarily as, like, a... You know, find success in it, but just something to, something to dedicate myself to mm -hmm. and humble me, bro. Mostly, it was, like, humble me and teach me discipline. And then, uh... And then, um... School. So, I was going to get IT, go back and do IT, but I decided if I'm gonna go back and do anything, I might as well go deep with it, because I've always been into computers. So I wanna do computer science, so computer science, finish that, and then uh, just work. And, because I was allowed to live at home, 
So just take advantage of that. All I had to do was I got some money. I bought a car. Like, you know, I just did a whole bunch of jobs. And then I found myself a consistent job lately. About around the same time I signed up. It took me a while to get my shit together. You know, I didn't want to sign up for the gym until I had like, okay, I was getting money, you know, consistently. I was paying off debts, getting my credit back together. Like I wanted to go into the gym and kind of like my plan was like when I get when I get to go into the gym, I'm going to hit the ground running, you know, like you like recognize your needs versus wants. Like I got to take care of like that base level of stuff. Yeah, I had to get my shit together. You know, I yeah. had to get my re- life most together. People don't was, I can't go to the, the gym if I can't afford it. If I can't get to the gym, you know, like I is this get a stuff car. that's coming? Like, is this with the help? Not not financially, but like, is this with the help of the guidance from your parents in particular, or is this? Nah, see, this this is why it's like weird with my family because like they, we don't talk much, you know. You know, we don't. There's not a lot of communication. Um, you're you're first generation American. First generation, technically, born like here. one and a half, because my mom was born and raised here, uh-huh. but both of her parents are from okay, so you're fresh second. overseas. And now my dad is from fresh overseas. So, okay. Now so, yeah. I could yeah. be I could be way off on this. But I have a picture in my mind. You said you guys don't talk much, or at the time you weren't talking much. But to me, even though you don't talk much, there was food provided for you. Like there was no. I mean, you weren't just like unspoken communication. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I just only say he's so pissed at me for disrespecting. He, it's like disrespect to him, you know? No, no, no. I, I, I understand that because so like, I do I do understand to some degree, obviously not the uniqueness of your family dynamic, but I, I do identify with that culture and the traits. And even though there's not verbal communication, there's almost like an assumption that there's going to be a warm dinner for you every night. There's going to be lunch for you. There'll be food. It's not as though... You're just like, we don't talk to you and we don't do anything for you. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of action being taken, whether or not there's any verbal communication that them. So I just want to clarify, because I had that like in my things head. things like that I didn't, I didn't appreciate before. Sure. You know, even though they... We always don't... I mean, It, that's it doesn't thing. happen until later on. Yeah, life. you I don't mean, appreciate, you yeah. don't appreciate what your parents do until later in life. You don't appreciate anything when you're the in one general until it it's taken away. That's a big thing. Too. You know, yeah, that's yeah. why if you do have the ability to... You know, now we're getting very. The fact that you recognize that now is like that's before before you've lost that yeah, at all. Exactly, you know, like, like is a huge step. There are plenty of people that don't realize stuff like that until you know loved ones have passed away potentially, or whether it's a whether or they just don't recognize it at a all. Family member, shame, what, yeah, right? like or, the, or a, a yeah. significant other, and and I'm, I'm lucky, bro. I feel like I was kind of like always like that you know i was always someone who like as a kid i remember being a pretty genuine kid like that's why i got made fun of so much like i always remember being like i wasn't this guy who you'd never i would never ever have thought end up in jail as a kid like but definitely like i'm not gonna blame it on high school it's not high school's fault but it's like that time period you know what i mean between that and like me and my family not getting along and uh then they're basically just so restrictive and um they tried to like force me, upon, force things upon me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. And, but then I'm exposed to like totally different world sure. in fucking public school. And it's like so many things I realized they were lying about, and like they constantly like manipulated me. And it was like plus I like because like once my dad stopped being able to beat my ass, he started <laughs> playing mind games with me. You know what I mean? Like he'll mm-hmm. ignore me, shit like that. And like that's an interesting. I mean like 
like I, I'm I'm approaching this a lot now as like a parent is the idea of like how much how much sheltering is necessary because like there's a certain amount of like you want to you don't want your children to do a certain thing and you know you you want what's best for them is the better thing to keep that away from them altogether or is it better to expose that to the them, best thing you know, to do and the best thing this is what I've learned from my relationship with my family is the best thing you can do with people you love especially a kid what i've learned i'm gonna do with my kid is just be honest with them bro that's what i try to do yeah Yeah, just be honest with them about life be honest with them about who you are be honest with them about why you do things kids aren't as dumb as you think like obviously when they're a certain age and they're two like three no no i've i've learned that very very quickly yeah but kids are kids are they're very aware and very because like you're you have to be aware and you have to be focused to learn things that's how i feel like if you're not aware, that's what I'm learning. I'm taking intro to see, and I'm like, you have, you know, it's just like, it's obvious, you know, but it's like, I realize I'm like, okay, I have to be focused in order to learn this. I have to really dedicate like 30 minutes of undis- undis- un, uh, uninterrupted time at a time to learn this thing. So it's like, you have to be that way when you're a kid because you're constantly learning and developing. So they're pretty engaged, you know what I mean? And like, I don't know, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, kids are smart. So if you just be honest with kids, I feel like there'd be a lot better, but like people think that they're smarter. They're a lot smarter than they are. Or maybe my, my family thought they were a lot smarter than they were. So they were trying to like, just lie to me and you know, people, but at they the same lie. time, they also equipped. So like they kind of shot themselves in the foot, right? Like they're, they're trying to lie to you. And I'm, I don't mean to get all the Freud here, no, no, it's okay. but like they're, they're trying to manipulate you as you, you said, but they also clearly equipped you with the resources and tools to be able to recognize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's right. So like that's that's a catch twenty two on their end. So like the fact that you were you obviously rebelled in some sort of way against that, you know, in an unfavorable way. Um, you know, it's, it's but the fact that you were able to recognize that and and once you were put into that sort of like system and you said like, I don't want to get caught in that life. Um, yeah, you were able to sort of like break that cycle, you know, and. I have to ask you then, are you the friends that you said to like go to sleep on this couch? That's what I was going to ask. That's are you, gonna, have you, did you have to sever connections with yeah, certain like, people? Yeah, like how much of your life is. When you came, when you came out of jail and you're staying at your, like was part of your. Um, moving forward. Yeah. Your plan. Moving forward in your plan was, I'm one of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just to totally disassociated like, with, with the really bad people. Like I totally just disassociated with them you know like they were never really like real characters in my life in the first place you know they're more like sources of things but um there was a group of friends that i was really close to these are the people i was living on their couch um they were good guys uh i just like you know when you realize who your friends really are when you go to jail Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i realized who actually cared that i was in jail and who who was was, there for you you know it's not like I needed anything in there, but it's more like who's going to pick up the phone call once a week, you know, like when I call you. Mm-hmm. I, I literally made it an effort not to bother people. So it was like I would only call, you know, I had like four people I would call, and these guys never, like, you know. Is that an allocated amount of time you're allotted 30 minutes You get, You get, you, whenever you get rec time, that mm-hmm. hour, yeah. you get to use a phone, you get 15 minutes on the phone at a time. Um, Is there, you know, once again, I'm, don't mean to sound ignorant but no, like, dude, I'm, don't, I'm like, please don't be feel shy your, your rec I, time is there like i'm picturing like a weight pit that's outdoors and people are like working out well he, like, he said it was a balcony no area. there's no way oh, so that's you, right yeah, yeah you're right I'm, so basically I, there's a balcony with like a graded so there's no exercise like available i mean like you the, human, you, can, you can go you can work on your cell or you can go to the the 
the balcony balcony when it's available and there's like literally one sliver of sunlight because it's all it's not facing so the sun number you're one. like indoors all the time yeah it's yeah. fucking terrible yeah it sucked and there's no clock you know that sucked too but um Ah, man. Yeah, there was a there was a really tall basketball hoop with no chain or net or nothing. And this is it's like thirteen feet or some crazy shit. Where is this now? Like it's on the balcony. That's on the balcony. Yeah, so they give you a ball, and they let you. And there's a basketball hoop and a water fountain, and there's this open space. So there's no like there's there's no like rung to do pull ups on or no, any, no, no pull up no. bar, dip no, no, bar, no. anything. Okay. So, so dude, like, you know, there's a cliche. In jiu-jitsu, they said, jiu-jitsu saved my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is I feel like your story speaks to that at some level. You know what I mean? I'm not saying where you were, you know, save might be too extreme of a word, in my opinion, for what you just described. But still, in terms of like bringing grounding you and giving you a purpose. It's this lightning rod that was there. It's like giving you a before. Right, because you were at the jungle then. Went to jail, came out, and you still are gravitating back towards jujitsu. Yeah. So now you're doing jujitsu, you're doing Muay Thai, and it gives you a destination most days. I would imagine it's something. I mean, what? And like, what? What, what is it? For, what is it like for you? Like, each every day you come in to train, what does it mean to you to train? And and I wouldn't. We don't really ask a question like this to people, but we're in this period where I feel like you know there's more meaning. It's not like oh I come in here I get a good sweat and I leave. Like there's a little deeper meaning for you because you've had, you've meditated on this stuff. So for you to come in and train, what does that mean to you each and every day? I mean, that's a great question. Um, what does it mean to me? I mean, it what what. What it tells me is that I'm sticking to the plan. You know what I mean? So I'm not as consistent as I probably could be. But even when I'm not here and uh, and training, you know, like twice a twice a, like I'm off Monday through Wednesday. So I ideally want to come twice a day on those days. Even when I'm not doing that, I'm not doing dumb things. You know what I'm saying? Outside, it's because I'm busy doing other productive things. So it's like when I come in and I do train, I like. It, it just means, it, I mean, I guess if to literally answer the question, it means the world to be able to come in, learn something new, you know, physically act, physically activate myself. Um, I'm gaining a skill, like, I'm around good people. That's another thing I was looking for out of martial arts was, like, not necessarily a role model, but people, good people, you know what I mean? Like, people I could look at and be like, you know, these guys just kind of like model myself off of not not literally copy but like you know the good influences but essentially like i was trying to surround myself with good positive like positive people man genuine people he really he really he really shit the bed on that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I am i'm making a lot of just uh discoveries as i progress you know obviously very early in my martial arts journey you know just a few months but like i'm making a lot of discoveries like you know, for, for all, on all ends of the spectrum, like in terms of the people involved in the mm-hmm. sport and in uh, I'm joking, man. I mean, no, I know, but there I, are some. I, you know, this is this is this is heavy there is shit, some ego man, in there. You know, like there's a lot. I see, like there's a lot of like, and not, this is not necessarily at this gym, but more like in the sport as a whole. You know, like in in the media and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, 
egotism in it and it's like i'm the best and this and this. it's not it's not as much as like what i really think mma is or it's like literally the epitome of competition like the only thing past this is killing each other you know what i mean so it's like you have to be locked in on all fronts like spiritually mentally like you have to be a certain type of person to even get to that level you know of of the, like even even progress marginally in this sport so it's like um so as as we kind of wind this because this the time's flown by we're almost out of time yeah here. yeah sorry i went uh, crazy tangents. no 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 dude this is this is this no, has been very, a great conversation engaging. yeah it's really what cool. what are you what are you looking forward to what are your immediate goals for the for the rest of the year for the rest of the year and also three, three months man and also um you know we're we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here but um how kind of how locked in are you about getting a blue belt in the in the near future ish depending on how training goes or competing for that matter yeah I mean, you'd mentioned competing like blue blue belt like uh so competing definitely seems more feasible to me than like going for a blue belt the blue belt seems like far in the distance huh i don't feel like i even earned the stripe i got the other day <laughs> you did you got your second stripe yesterday yeah, yeah i got a stripe and i oh, was like congratulations you know, but I th- appreciate that. Thank you. But I, I don't know. I don't even know if I deserve that. So as far as the blue belt, like, I don't know. Like, even with my first stripe, I was excited about it because, like, now I can train with the rest of the people, mm-hmm. you know, and really get tossed around. That's but, right, because you were, you were in Foundations, which is now kind of, like, Foundations is kind of melted away. Yeah, which bit. is even why it's even dumber that I didn't make the connection that it was you on the podcast because I was literally oh. <laughs> taught <laughs> by <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny detail he was taking class with me every day and he didn't know it was me on the whoa, whoa, how long it was probably like long? two weeks until i realized really <laughs> i said it i mentioned it to know i was like holy shit Don't i remember you? we're sitting at the th- you're like you're you have the podcast <laughs> literally literally um it was hilarious but um I don't know about the, like the belts, man. I want to make sure I earn them. You know what I mean? I, I want to actually know things because I feel like there's like a mental block in my head right now keeping me from progressing as I should be because there's like something I'm not internalizing about. The, the, whenever you throw the word on. should out, you got to be very careful. Like, where's that word coming from, man? You, you just just come and train and yeah. don't think about like I should be doing Bel- that. Believe in be. the process. Ultimately, yeah. trust that's, the process. That's a, yeah. Like, yeah. And at, at the end of the day, like I told myself, this is going to be a life. Like I'm, I feel I plan on being training in martial arts until I can, you know, like, like I enjoy doing, I love doing it. What benefits have you felt so far from it? Like, you know, like, were you out of shape beforehand? No, I wasn't really out of shape. Stress relief thing that you've experienced. Stress relief is definitely a factor, but that's more of like, that's more like, I feel like in a time with the exercise, like I, what I gain most from this is like, first off is, is, uh, it's akin to life. You know what I mean? Like you don't get better unless you focus. If you don't, focus and uh, and like learn fast while you're rolling you get smashed if you don't fix your mistakes as soon as like as you realize them they come back and they bite you in the ass again like little lessons like that that should probably be obvious to me at this point but i never learned because i just didn't for whatever reason i was dumb and arrogant i'm like picking up on it like if you want to come better you hit like consistency you know i'm learning about because like if you don't come consistently you don't get better like learning about humbleness you know what i mean like there's there's people who are levels ahead of you like levels and levels ahead of you like learning to listen and just not talk so much like 
just be quiet and listen to what this person is saying, focus it and apply it and see what might happen. You know, and like it, it literally translates to like now I'm like to my school, you know, I'm in school and I always had a problem like not doing th- doing things I didn't care about. But now I'm like, you know, engaged in them and applying, you know, like critical thinking and things like I always knew about critical thinking and things like that. But now it's like you really see the value of it when you're doing something like this, where it's like you're constantly engaged in so many so many things at once. Dude, I don't know how you I think we got to end on that. That was <laughs> awesome. That was that was awesome and profound and dude, <laughs> very I, mindful look, student. That's that's yeah, yeah. And and dude, you're getting better at jujitsu. You do have physical attributes that are going to make you good in jujitsu and give you an advantage in many areas. Present very unique. Challenges. Yeah, and and dude, just I I you know I obviously don't know you that much personally, but um, I'm so happy for you that this <laughs> is this has worked out. You know, yeah. this is this is like this is a uh, this is a success story already. It's only going to be more of a success story. So that was, uh, you're, yeah, you're the first guest we've had that talked about being in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, know, you asked, you know, you asked, a better, you, know? you know, and, and here we are. And, 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 and Hey, I don't want to sound like you can make a movie out of my life. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I'm just a, a stupid, well, let's put it this way. They're, they're, people's lives that are way more boring that got movies oh, made like out of you're them. talking to captain <laughs> mundane right here yeah so it's like, like, that's why i'm like I, like i'm i'm listening like to i'm just a saying. dumb like, you know i'm just a dumb kid who like you know didn't you know had daddy issues and made a lot of stupid mistakes and then you know for like selfish reasons i changed my ways like and it's not like i was out like literally robbing people and things like that i was just doing dumb things you know so um Nothing productive. On a on a lighter note, um, you did injure your your ankle yesterday. Uh, when do you when do you expect to be back on the mats? That's a good question, bro. Because it feels better, way better than yesterday. Let me see your ankle. Let me see them both together. It's it's a little swollen there. I'd... But he doesn't have to stand up in jujitsu. He can That's butt true. scoot a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Butt scoot. Good yesterday that would have been a hell no. Yesterday, mm-hmm. if I if I thought like what I trained today, because I'm th- considering going to advance. Well, just don't just don't go with Eric because Eric will just grab your he'll yeah. just tweak it. But we'll besides see. that, man, or Jay and evidently Adam. Hell yeah, uh, man! He's, he's got all his go. little disciples. Well, now. dude, um, dude, thanks for joining us, man. It was a pleasure to have you on, and hopefully, we'll do a, a second I'm, a I'm second glad round when you get your blue belt in we'll a very bring you back weird on. roundabout way that our podcast. Oh, that was drew amazing. you to the gym. I know, right? And and you know we're we're happy that you're here, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. man. No, I really appreciate you guys. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool being on here. Like when I talk about romans, I kind of like you guys are. Two people oh, I please don't to. do that. 